Welcome to the Sports Reverence Podcast. We are back. We are live on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. This will also be recorded and it's going on to our podcast. If you miss it now, you can listen to it later. But thanks for tuning in right now. I'm joined with my co-host, Reverend Drew Martin. How you doing, Drew? Doing well. I uh, got a golf round booked for Thursday, so I'm pumped. Wow. Ooh, there we go. There we go. And, of course, we got the analytics guy, the coach, knows all numbers, promoted. How you doing, coach? Coach is doing well. We shouldn't lie on this podcast. Let's put it that way. <laughs> all right. Before we go anywhere else, let's hear some sports reverence quick hitter news. Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua have signed a two-fight deal to unify the heavyweight title. Aaron Jones, my boy, signs four years, $48 million for the Green Bay Packers. The Toronto Raptors, they're slumping and are in trouble as they drop their fifth straight game. For the first time since 1976, Duke and Kentucky both miss the NCAA tournament. This is also the last time or they have missed the NCAA tournament. Retires after 20 seasons, his record setting career. Let's hear a word from our sponsor. Have you ever thought about how well your investments are performing? Have you wanted to understand how the stock market works and how you can look after your financial future, but have been unsure of where or even how to get started? Train to Invest is North America's leading investment education and training corporation with the sole purpose of providing a new way of thinking about wealth management through teaching, training, and coaching individuals in both the art and science of self-directed investing, Train to Invest offers a complete education and training experience to empower families to begin their journey of planning for future generations through investment education. To find out more, look at www.traintoinvest.com and download our free ebook. Again, www.train, the number two, invest.com to find our, more information about our program and download our free ebook. All right, we are back. And we got a special guest with us today. <laughs> we got a real, this guy, I'm telling you, he's the, the pride of Newfoundland. <laughs> All right. And yeah. Honestly, this, yeah. Is like, this is one of my favorite guys in the whole world. Introducing Jason Bird. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Jason, Jason Bird, we're happy to have you. And we want to start the way we always start with our special guests. You are a reverend and you love sports. We want to tell you, we want you to tell us a little bit about. Um, what you do, and how sports actually played a role in your faith journey and 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 in, in all that you do. Well, I am uh, I am a youth uh, pastor slash well, I mainly just a youth pastor <laughs> uh, here in uh, Newfoundland, and uh, well, my whole life sports has been uh, part of my life, part of what I uh, I love, part of what I'm interested in, part of what I do. You know, 
I'm not, uh, I wouldn't say I was very competitive, but it was always part of my personal life and my personal journey to where I am now. And even today, it's still still part of that, right? You know, it's a, it's a great way to, uh, especially in youth ministry, to connect with young people and to, uh, you know, get to know them because you'll get them to say things playing sports that they would never say in other situations. <laughs> it's always, always cool to see how you can build a bond in that way. So it's always been, a, you know, playing ball, Anywhere from uh, fast pitch softball, slow pitch softball to ball hockey, things like that, whatever it may be, you know, always being engaged in that kind of stuff through my whole life. Yeah, that's about it, man. That's good. Yeah. Burge, do you remember the time where we went down to Seattle? We came from (laughs) Summit Pacific College and we went down to Seattle. And I think it was the first time we went down and we're sitting right behind Saunders. And we're yelling Saunders, yeah. Yeah. Saunders, and it got quiet for a second, and and yeah. all I hear is Burge pipe up, "You suck." <laughs> <laughs> that was the same. Uh, that was the same time that Dave had to come to our defense because they would thought we were all loaded oh, uh, from yeah. drinking and things <laughs> like that, and the and the president of the school had to come to our defense on our behalf with the, the security guards. That's right. That's right. We were just, <laughs> yeah. down, we were just having a good time, good wholesome time. And it was his. <laughs> birthday i'm pretty sure yeah because there was a crowd of us and uh i actually have a ball from that game (laughs) here in my house we got it during batting practice it was the first ball that i got at a mlb game i've gotten i got another one since when we were in miami one time but uh that's uh, that was the first one that i got and it's here in my here in my base so i can see it right now actually So that was pretty cool, a pretty cool memory. I think I body checked Jordan Jeans to get it, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. I remember. Yeah. I remember. I remember. Yeah, that was a good that's time. That's not that hard, though. <laughs> yeah. That's not that hard, though. <laughs> well, he's like 6'6, six, six, like uh, <laughs> 250, 260. Yeah, about that. About that. Um, Great guy. We, uh, uh, you said you're not, when you said you're not competitive, um, you didn't mean that you weren't a competitive person. Cause I know you, as you play, no. you're competitive, yeah. you're, you compete hard and yeah. you actually are, it surprised me like huge. Cause when we first played basketball together, even you have like this point guard <laughs> mentality, just like you have on playing ball hockey and, and anything you yeah. do really. And you got this, like you got this vision even dropping dimes in basketball is like Kirk Heinrich. Honestly, that's and I, I and I actually can't stand playing ball. I, I just did it for the exercise, and I th- I would always get so frustrated because I would always get called for fouls, and I would call my own, but then other people would call them against me, and I I just then I wasn't my thing. But it was always fun to play, and the competitive piece, like. I don't think it's any good to play if you're not going to be competitive, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it, it's, you know, it's just, the, I think that's a man instinct in us. Like if we're going to play, we're going to play hard. And, right. you know, I always, no matter what I did, I always give 110%, right? Oh, like it's 100%. just not, just, I can't go any other way yeah. because it's just ingrained in me that I'm competitive in everything I do, right? Like in sports is, is no different. Yeah, always, I think we came nose to nose sometimes there, Berg. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that had, you're not the only one that did that. <laughs> well, Drew would also pick fights with anybody, really. James Berkey, uh, you name it. All right, he's, yeah. he's getting in, getting into trouble the way he did it. That's just true. It's just true. Um, all I know is that I always loved being on your on your teams, whether it was soccer, whether it was playing even softball. 
even softball yeah. is you, you made it fun and uh yeah I, I, because you brought competitive I like a fun competitive edge to it and uh, i love that about you burge and i love what you're doing out in newfoundland and and thanks uh, man and i'm proud of you too yeah um, man we we love being home again so yeah. it, it's cool it's much different than uh the rest of Canada, of course, but like it, it is home and, you know, you, you do what you can here. It's a, it's an impact people around you. Right. And sports is a great way to do that. Right. Cause like I said, young people will say self playing sports that they'll never say anywhere else. That's right. And they'll right, you know, and oh, you'll yeah. see a real side of them, that competitive side sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like we are in one community and I, I was, uh, I was doing a bit of coaching of fast pitch softball and, we we won all Newfoundland and things like that, and that was a really sweet experience. But to be able to sit with a group of young guys and do that, that was a really cool sports sports thing for me too. Right, pretty cool moment. Love it. Right, I love it. Yeah, man. Is there is there any professional athlete that uh, uh, specifically has inspired you? I think uh, my like probably my main inspiration of watching sports was probably either. Uh, between Mario Lemieux or Michael Jordan, like yeah. uh, just their desire to win. And for like looking at Lemieux in that season where he came back after having Hodgkin's disease and, like you know, Huge. winning yeah. the MVP and winning the scoring title and just putting just coming back in such a way and uh, doing what he did was unreal, right? Like it's, you know, it's almost, it's like one of those storybook moments in sports when you you see that happen right and that like just like jordan was always like jordan was the reason i even watched basketball and to be honest i probably haven't watched as much basketball since he's been out of it and that was a wall now but like i can remember even watching like his last shot as the chicago bull and like i was like man that like the man was just legendary and his competitive edge to win and his desire to win was what inspired me. And I don't think there's anybody in sports who fought harder to win than Michael Jordan did when he played. Right. That's right. Oh man. Already, already just like miles above Ben council. <laughs> you already yeah. made about three points that, um, ben council, <laughs> that, uh, Ben council like argued against, he argued against all these things. And, uh, he talked about Wayne Gretzky being the goat, and 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 there's definitely yeah. an argument there. But um, Gretzky's definitely the goat in terms of stats, right? Yeah. Like you can't argue that. Yeah. But none of us. Can I don't know. A, another word, and I tried. So. I tried. Yeah, Drew, <laughs> Drew tried. Drew tried. Drew, I came with all my research, and I couldn't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> ben Council, if you're listening today, and when you listen to this, just know we got a complaint because of you. I got to come after you now in Mississauga. I'm coming after you. Got complaints. Right before, right before we get into some of our sports topics, just Berg, run run through real quickly. Like what what are your teams? What are the teams you you root for? Obviously Pittsburgh. We know it's all yeah. over you. Uh, Penguins fan in the NHL. Uh, Jays fan baseball. Uh, Bulls fan basketball slash Raptors. Yeah, you said a lot of Raptors. Because, You've said it a lot. Yeah, I, I I was uh, yeah. We yeah, they're crafters, but <laughs> and uh, Cowboys. Oh. The who? The who? Oh, oh, oh you just went down. <laughs> 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 That's my 
hot guy right there. It's yeah. like the Price is Right game. You're going up and up and up. And then... <laughs> no, 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 no. Now we're going to get all the followers. You're done. <laughs> right, Doing so well. Lead us away, buddy. How yeah, well, we're going to start, start talking about uh, players marketing themselves. A little funny story here. Trevor Bauer, uh, picture for the Dodgers now, get, got in trouble for wearing uh, his own brand of undershirt and belt. Meanwhile, the MLB is trying to get players to be more marketable, and now they're going to start fining players for wearing their own marketing. So I don't know. Where do you guys stand with uh, – I don't know. This seems like such a dumb issue. But uh, players being able to wear what they want, I guess. This seems like such a baseball type of issue. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, I, I didn't even read the story yet until I saw it in our group chat. And it just blew me away. It blew me away because it's, like you said earlier in our discussion, the MLB wants them to market themselves. But then you have to market yourselves according to MLB. And like, where's the guidelines? Right? And for me, what's, it's wild is that Nick Nurse is a coach. For the Raptors, he's got his own brand. I don't know anybody in the world who's got Nick Nurse gear other than the Nurse family, but his brand is more recognizable than Trevor Bowers, which is which is insane to me. It's just insane to me. It's just another baseball being baseball. I and it took me Fisherman's a while. Friends because of Nick Nurse. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while even looking at if you looked at the logo i thought it was a yeah. dodgers logo to begin with like yeah that's what i thought too when i looked yeah. at it i was like is that even what is the problem here because i had real look real close right yeah and like to be honest they're probably uh barking out the wrong tree because trevor Brower doesn't really care i don't think that's, that's he, he's the type fair. of guy right like yeah. like he's had his off season has been pretty roller coaster as it was was caught con- like Big contract is mm-hmm. Twitter bash him with uh, the med starter, right? Like he, yep. he's been in the media this whole season, this whole off season. So this is something else for him to get a bit more publicity with. So this is right up his alley, I think. And I think if there's a player you're going to rattle with, with a fine, it's not going to be him. <laughs> it's almost like when they find Ovechkin five thousand dollars the other night for spearing a guy. Like it's not going to bother him, right? Yeah, like he's got it, you know. <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't care. He just signed a huge contract. He's going to wear my, what he wants. <laughs> my favorite Trevor Bauer moment. I don't know if you guys ever remember this. When he was getting yanked from a game, he turns around and throws the ball <laughs> over the center field wall. Yeah. And, you, and you just I thought about that today. Actually, you just watch the center fielder like get spooked by this ball coming over his head, <laughs> and Terry Francona just ripped into him. Yeah, I just think as a as a player that you're not really going to get anywhere with if you're trying to lock him down like that, right? Like I think he's going to do his thing. He's kind of like a John Rocker, I guess. When John Rocker was with the Braves, like he was—I don't know if you you guys are familiar with John Rocker, but he—I was looking at his stories earlier today, and he's just one of those players. I think that's going to do what he wants, right? Like a fine and stuff's not going to bother him. He's probably going to have more gear on now next time he gets on the mound, right? But I think this stuff, all his teammates' gear, and they're all gonna have to wear it. Yeah, I think this stuff is good for baseball. At least people are talking yeah. about it, right? Like, yeah. Like what if we had like a Mike Trout? Like, I'd buy Mike Trout gear for sure. Like, oh, definitely. Yeah, they probably nobody have knows Mike Trout gear out there. We just don't know. Yeah. No one, just no don't know about it. Yeah, no one outside of baseball doesn't know, and knows who Mike Trout is. It's just unfortunate. It just ties in the whole marketing thing. Well, even right? even NHL does poor in their marketing too. Like. Like when 100%. whenever the NHL All Star 
couple of days they don't have a weekend they have it midweek or something like that you never <laughs> you never know when it's on so like come on yeah that's a that's that's a very i never know when the all-star week is for the nhl never until it's done yeah because there's never said much said about it until like a week before yeah and right. it's like oh yeah that's this weekend right <laughs> Well, that was like the NBA one. Like, uh, wasn't that like last weekend or something? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, and I had no idea. I was like, oh, that happened. Because I started thinking about LeBron playing with Steph, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> they very much they very much threw it together purely to make money. They they had yeah. no no players wanted to be there. The dunk comp was uh, of, of nobody's and all that stuff. But it was just pu- all about the Benjamins, so. Who um, who won the dunk? Like I don't even know. Anthony Simmons. Anthony Simmons. Who was in it? <laughs> Besides him, I don't know. Anthony Simmons from Portland. He's a bench player. Obi Toppin is a rookie from New York Knicks. He's a yeah. He's upcoming. He'll be a he'll be a player in this league. He'll be decent, yeah. And then did you uh, watch it? I did. I did. Um, yeah, you're you're diehard. And but overall, this honestly, is his job. I, I talked about it last pod that it was actually it was done well. It was nice to have everything all in one day. Um, the three-point competition was like amazing because Steph Curry made it amazing, like just unreal. And, yeah, he uh, just has that ability to make it that, though, right? Yeah, like yeah, he's he, just he pulled the Larry Bird basically and t- said, "Who's playing for second? Um, so that was fun. Um, but, yeah, uh, and and the game was competitive for the most part. Like it, it was it was okay. It was okay. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, what's next, Drew? We got the Blue Jays. Yeah, let's talk some more. A little more baseball. I, I'm excited about the Blue Jays season this year for the first yeah. time in a long time. Yeah. Um, in a few years. Yeah. Like I was, I was skeptical about Ryu. Uh, I thought the Dodgers made him look good when he was there, but mm. he's the real deal. Oh, like yeah. he. Yeah. And uh, I like the pieces they got around him now in the rotation. Steven Matz. At yeah. one point, was a top top prospect, and uh, and who else they got? They got uh, Tanner Rourke and uh, Pitchin, and I'm George Springer at the top of that lineup is going to be huge. I think I think they've maximized their cap space, yeah, with their timeline. Because um, yeah. a lot of teams they'll just spend when they have this kind of money, like the Mets. They just spent. Yeah, you don't really see that plan kind of coming together with the Jays. You were kind of a skeptical at first. I mean, I I was like, "What are these guys doing?" But you kind of see the the spending where they can spend to get top quality, and they're letting their young guys just flow through, which is great, I think. Um, and it's exciting, like you said. I I haven't really cared about baseball for a long time, but uh, I'm excited for the Jays. Excited to watch the Jays. Big thing around the Jays right now is their starting rotation. Nate Pearson aggravated yep. his his whatever his groin i believe his right side of his groin and that's something that's a nagging injury they're talking a uh, buck martinez was on uh uh 590 the fan that today is talking about it's it could be up to eight weeks where it's really mm. before they wow. see before they see him again because it's such a such a touchy injury what do you think the jays should they be hitting the panic button a little bit with the rotation or is, it, is this something a, across the league where you know everyone's gonna have to just deal with their it's not really a five-man rotation anymore. What do you guys think? I think it'd be too early to hit the panic button yet. Yeah, like you're still on spring training, right? True. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't hit it yet because, of, you know, the season – wait until you get into the season and see how the rotation's panning out for, for a few few times through, right? And then you see if 
you really need to look at your options. I think the Jays are in a good place with the signings they made uh, with Springer and a couple others. Like those young guys now are coming into like gelling together. They've had a few seasons together now. They they know each other. They it's to that point now where they know each where each other is on the field when they're playing together. It's that type of atmosphere coming together, right? So it's going to be it's going to be really exciting to watch. Um, you know, no doubt at some point in time in the year, I think they're going to have to add something, right, to really push for a, for a, a contender. Uh, but uh, I like the Jays on paper this year more than I had. Like Drew said, it's uh, it's a good chance to be excited about baseball again for for Canada, no doubt, right? Yeah, yeah. which is the the way rotations work nowadays. Like, um, if you have if you have three legit starters, yeah. you're you're doing pretty well. And and even without Nate Pearson, I don't think Nate Pearson's quite there yet as a legit top three starter, anyways. But Looking at this list, uh, I got Ryu, uh, Steven Matz, and Robbie Ray. Like those are three guys yeah. that have been legit uh, starters. Then you got Roark. Chatwood has started before. I don't know if they have him in the bullpen this year, but uh, even like Ryan Berwecki. We got a lot of lefties. Which yeah, is like sweet. Robbie Ray is good enough uh, to be a number three, right? Oh, like, for sure. You know, he's a strikeout machine. Hmm. And Trent Thornton, like he he he's pitched as well when he's in there. Uh, Tanner Roark has been good, but I'm excited about this lineup. Like they're going to put runs on the yeah. board. Yeah. Like Marcus Simeon as well. Like mm-hmm. if you can hit, if you can hit upwards of 30 home runs in Oakland, what a huh. steal! What a steal! Well, his, his projections is about 25 plus. I I was reading today, so that that's pretty. That's a significant addition to your lineup, right? Like, yeah. you know, on top of Springer, who's probably going to might hit 30, right? Yeah. Like, that, that's, that's pretty significant in a lineup that has Bichette and Guerrero and Biggio as well, right? Like, <laughs> deep line. And, yeah. and Guriel. Yeah. Right? Well, Guriel, Tioscar. Grichuk really turned it around last year, too. Yeah. I was ready to kick you were Grichuk down to on Grichuk curb, bad, but... eh? And that's, yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, I want to pose this: How do you think expectations will change the pressure on the Jays? I still don't think there's any pressure on them. Really? Like I, I still think in that division, when you have the Yankees, yeah. who are still so loaded, uh, Red Sox were terrible last year, but they're always going to have expectations of turning it around. Yeah. Rays were really good last year. Um, like I don't Rays think are the best any... team in AL, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Didn't they make it to the World Series last year yeah. against the Dodgers? Yeah, um, yeah. So I think in that division, there's still no expectations outside of Toronto of them doing well. So they can come out, play free and loose, and that's when I think they're the scariest. Is when they're yeah. just swinging free. Yeah, I think there's still a bit of that uh, their young piece, right? Because a lot of their key players are still fairly young. But uh, I think uh, I think the pieces they've had is going to be is going to be an exciting season. If they, I know, all one of the important pieces is to stay healthy, right? Like right. <laughs> you know, if you you get a couple significant injuries in such a tough division, that it could really impact your chances of postseason, right? But now with the extra wild card spot too, I don't know if they're keeping yeah. that this year. It 
it widened it, it open because then things, yeah. three yeah. three teams right can make it out yeah, of one division. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Can we just talk Vladdy right before we go to commercial here? Talk a little <laughs> Vladdy Junior. How he looks, looking good, looking looking oh, thin. Looking, fast, looking, going on. Looking super fast. Slim Vladdy. <laughs> Is he going to break out, boys? Is he going to break out? We're just waiting as Jays fans. I, is he going to break out this year? Is this the year? I, I'm i going to say something bold. Uh, I think he, like either, he either breaks out this year or he gets moved. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so, man. I think it's to that point. There's been such an expectation on him to yeah. perform at such a high level that uh, I think is either make or break this season for him. And I think that's why you're seeing such a change in his his off-season, tra- off-season training. Like, he's t- it seems like he's serious about this year like he wasn't last year. Like, last year seemed like he was – well, he, he looked – obviously, everyone saw how he looked, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's – like James he Harden. He started to look like me, okay? That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I think this year's make or break for him, man. I, I – you know, and I hope it's make because because yeah. I like him, yeah. right? Yeah, I like that's my thing. I really want to see him succeed, and I want to see him do it as a Jay, just because you know I'm yeah. a Jay's fan. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I want to see him succeed too. But out of this roster, Bo Bichette, I think, is the most talented guy. Yeah. I agree of the young guys, and uh, I'm excited to see what he does Both this year. He, he's a star, man. He, yeah. yeah, he's got a he even got the look, man. Yeah, yeah, he's right, got like, the Lindor factor, you know, like the, yeah. the flashy. Yeah, yeah, he passes the eye test. Yeah, <laughs> as in Moneyball would say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, that's uh, we will come back in a second. Let's hear another word from our sponsors. Are you a car guy? Do you love working on cars, or are you like me? I know next to nothing. Either way, the Revolution 6 shop is for you. At the Revolution 6 shop, they do car maintenance and performance customization. They also have their six parts online car parts store. Currently, they're selling track one coilovers and fabrication parts. They also sell K-tuned parts for all Honda models. You will find a great price for those parts at the six parts online store. Find them on Instagram at six parts, the number six, I-X-P-A-R-T-S. Find six parts on Instagram. Again, find them on Instagram at the number six, I-X-P-A-R-T-S. All right. We are back. You can actually find any of our sponsors in our Instagram bio as well. You can find it in our link tree. We actually just got on with a new sponsor called, called God the Father Apparel. They have some sweet, uh, some sweet clothing that uh, we're gonna debut in this next uh, week or two, and uh, you can get a fifteen percent discount code using SportsRev15 at GodTheFatherApparel.com. You can find that link in our bio, okay, of Instagram. Coach, why don't you start yeah. walking us through topic two? I mean, I'm whoa. proud of. I, before we go anywhere, I'm proud of my coach today. Coach is my big brother. Uh, we had Bible study, and and uh, he shared his heart, and uh, he was vulnerable. I know he loves to like be vulnerable and like openly <laughs> weepy. Yes, uh, as every every man on here knows, we love being vulnerable. And uh, but he he shared his heart today, and it was very touching and encouraging yeah. to many. So if, for those of you out there, share your story because you all got a story. But coach, go ahead. 
I, I will I will preface that with I made him also look very good in my story, so he's very happy about it. So, you know, there's that in there as well. It's pretty hard to make me look good. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say that, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> Consensus roundtable agreed. Drew says, uh, Drew says someone had say it. Drew says I have the face for radio, so. And even then. <laughs> even then. Um, all right, let's, let's talk a little bit about NFL. I know you guys are chomping at the bit here. Oh. But free agency has been ah. absolutely wild. wild. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Bananas. Like, the Patriots have just decided to open the bank. Yeah. Which is, which is so surprising um, to me because it, it goes against the Patriot way big time. What do you guys think would be, has been the kind of shocking, like, unexpected free agency signing for you guys? I want Drew to go first. I want to go last. Is all I want to say. I want Drew to go first because he's the most negative about this. Like, are we talking? Are we talking just Patriots signing no, no, no. or what? All free season, so, free agency so far. Okay. Well, I was the most surprised today, uh, reading that the Patriots went out and signed Hunter, Hunter Henry after like two days ago they signed Johnny Smith. Like, yeah. And and like I, I I told you guys earlier on in the day, like they still haven't solved their biggest issue is they have a quarterback that can't throw 10 yards down the field. Oof. Like if you can't throw the ball to receivers, like there's no use having receivers. They went out and got Nelson Aguilar. Uh, they got some receivers. Now. They got an offensive tackle, like whatever. But Cam Newton cannot throw the football. It's Wait. painful for me to watch him try and throw the football. Well, off season might change. No, no, no. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not done. Sorry. Apologies. Cam Newton is so bad. <laughs> I'd rather have that guy that played for Denver like, play quarterback for my for my team. <laughs> you, can't even, you can't even name the guy from Denver. Ty <laughs> Debo? No, the, the guy, the receiver that played quarterback for them this year. <laughs> wow. Seriously? Wow. Come on, wow. man. That completed like Bruh. one pass the whole game. Bruh. Cam Bruh. Newton cannot. Have you watched him throw? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he throws a bit better than I do, so I can't really say anything. <laughs> oh. The Patriots, okay. To what yeah, Drew's... spend all the spend all the money you want, Patriots. It's not going to work unless you have a quarterback. I, I right. to be honest, I, I gotta like I'm just going to go off of Drew because I'm kind of in the same mindset. I, I just feel like Cam Newton. I, I don't see it happening, man. I, I, I think his best days were with Carolina. Yeah. I think he had. Uh, is is opportunity there in the Super Bowl, and uh, I just I don't know. I feel feel like I don't know what's gotten to him, but I just don't feel he's the same quarterback that he was a couple of years ago. I uh, you know I I really like the guy. You know yeah. I think he like you know I loved him in Carolina, but I just I don't see it working with the Patriots. And I was really surprised that he resigned him. I thought he was either going to call it quits even. Or he was going to move on somewhere else, and uh, someone else was going to pick him up. But uh, to see when I saw that he resigned, I was kind of shocked because, uh, like, I just felt like he was going to move on or something like that. But you know, and like you said, they're adding all these pieces. Uh, signed a second tight end in the off season already. Uh, I don't get it. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Like Joel said, like throwing away money. That's not not the way. And I I just. I'm not a Patriots fan by no means, but it just seems like since Brady's left, the team has really lost his identity. Like they really, 
don't know who they are anymore. So I think they're trying to find that, and I don't think they're going to find it with Cam Cam Newton at the helm. But coach, you got something to say? Uh, I'm just. I mean, can you, I'm. Can you also look something up in a second too? What the record of the Patriots was last year, and then continue. Was it? Was, it was seven to nine, I believe. Seven and that's what I thought. Yeah, something like that. Okay, go ahead, okay. coach. I I'm not as anti Cam as you guys are, um, but I'm not anti. I just oh, don't think he has it anymore. You, you guys are anti. It was some <laughs> me, you, two. you two. I'm gonna come at you guys in a second. Go ahead. Coach. I just go for it. I just think we got to give him a full off season. Now, if if you look at his contract, it really is kind of incentive laden, and uh, there's it, there's room for a move for another starting quarterback to come in. Hmm. Now, I am concerned that he cannot throw ten yards down the field. Um, <laughs> it is, you know. <laughs> I'm sure that there's more to it than that, but I think a full year recovery, there's got to be something. If Bill Belichick is sticking with him for something, he's got to see something. Uh, I think the biggest move for me in free agency was Tom Brady restructuring his contract. Ooh. That opened up $19 million in cap space for these guys to go and sign Shaq Barrett. So, you mean, that's a that's an interesting move because Tampa Bay, I still think, is is they're gearing up. They're gearing up. So... I think for me, Tom Tom opening up that door for more uh, money coming through is That's huge. pretty smart That's move. Huge. We'll, we'll get to Tom in a second. All right, we'll get to Tom in one second. Um, <laughs> okay, well, let's hear it. The, uh, let's hear it. Well, I'll just add that. So they also they also added Kendrick Bourne uh, with an Aguilar uh, as another receiver. So their receiving core is really good now. Bourne, Aguilar, and, yeah. and Nikhil Harry. Then two of these uh, top top tight ends, I would say. Right? You guys would call them top tight ends. You just um, gotta get the ball with a quarterback. Yeah, um, yeah. But okay, they were seven and nine last year. One game, yeah. Cam Newton missed because of COVID, and uh, the following game they and, and and you also have to remember how many opt outs they had last year too. Okay, so the whole and they get to play tw- Jets twice. They, they get to play the Jets twice. Okay, but every every team gets to play bad teams a few times. Um, yeah, but the, but the whole team is gonna be better. Like they say, you can't build Rome in a day. But Bill Belichick, I hate Boston, okay? I hate the city of Boston. I hate all their sports teams. Um, LeBron James, I don't like LeBron James at all. He just bought part of the Boston Red Sox, so it adds to my hate towards all of it, okay? I hate the the whole city, all right? I'm not a fan of the teams. And I'm defending the Patriots right now because Belichick is putting together something special again. And and this is the deal with Cam Newton. Um, They signed him to a one-year deal. He could potentially, yeah. if they can't get, they might still look for a veteran quarterback to to take the starting spot. He's not necessarily the starter there. That's a for right. sure insurance policy for him to be to be there. Um, that's why they would be able to sign some of these receivers and tight ends because a tight end and receiver they're not they're not going to go to a team that they don't believe there'll be any quarterback. You know, like the okay the, ESPN. We all read the same article. I'm just saying that's what it was. And then uh, on top of this, this is my thing. This is my thing for the Patriots, okay? Book it. Okay. The Patriots, Bill Belichick and, and has built this up already that they are going to make the playoffs this year. All right? <laughs> so, the so, so you're talking – like uh, I've heard both of you say now. So if he's not going to be the starter because – I think he will be. I believe yeah, in but, him. So like do you, if he doesn't pan out, who do they bring in do you think? 
They're going to trade for Garoppolo. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who right? they bring in. Um, but uh, we talk about these deals that uh, – Because I, I don't think – I, I, I don't think you give him uh, too many games into his season if it's not working, right? No. Yeah, definitely. I think Belichick will – like, they'll pull the trigger on something pretty quick if he's not panning out yeah, because do. they've obviously invested in the season, like we've said, yeah. right? But, like, if he doesn't work, who do who they go and grab, right? Does anybody yeah, know? The, the guy they should have grabbed signed today with the Redskins – or, I'm sorry, the Fitz? Washington football team, yeah. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic is so? back, baby. That, well, that's the guy they should have went out and. Yeah, if you're gonna sign a guy to one year, Magic would fit Belichick's system. You know what I mean? Yeah, that I could be Alex Smith up there. Alex Smith, that's a that's a potential. That's a yeah. potential. Trubisky. Oh, <laughs> but I, guys, Cam Newton isn't as bad. He can throw the ball. You're literally saying he can't throw a ball 10 yards. I never said he couldn't throw. I just said yards. I think his best days are beyond him. Yeah, and I agree with you. I totally agree yeah. with that. But now that he has a a team, a defense that is supposed to be like back to where they were at and actually have mm. offensive weapons. Um, um, the Bills better watch out. That's all we got to see. And I also just have to think say so? it's hilarious because I feel like Belichick is like angry at Tom Brady because Tom Brady went out and won one without him, and now he wants to get revenge. And so this the saga to me actually continues. He doesn't win one with Cam Newton. I'm sorry. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. But these two guys Tom Brady have been talking about, so much though. We've been talking about the Belichick Brady saga for all year, and these two guys yeah. have been high on Belichick the whole time. Whoa, 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 the whoa, whole whoa. time. No, that's not true. Stop it. <laughs> Yes, it that's is. not true. We retracted. Look, we retracted after, <laughs> after Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. Did you retract it? What do you it mean? It was a yeah. week. Yeah, week yeah, we still did. Comparison. It was a week to week comparison. So it wasn't. You go back on the tapes because you have so much time now. I do. I do this. Like you said, he went seven and nine with Cam Newton. Exactly. Like that's pretty good. Cam Newton, no defense and no offensive weapons. Yeah, that's all Belichick. <laughs> so he's. Proving our point right now. <laughs> Maybe Belichick no, should play QB. Maybe I'll throw fire there. Cam Newton was their like. Cam Newton was their uh, their red. They zone should offense. go get Jay Cutler out of retirement. And bring him in. <laughs> okay, that's Jake a good transition. Snake. That's a good transition. Let's talk about the Bears for a second. Uh, all of oh, the Bears. God. Why? Why? Chicago. Yes, it's hilarious. <laughs> Chicago all wanted. They put together this package for Russell Wilson, and they said no. And you know who they came back with. Andy Dalton. That's your boy, Drew. Andy, the red, <laughs> the red-headed man. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Cowboys should have signed him instead of Prescott. If he was good enough to the the, the good old Cowboys. That ridiculous. Come on. That's just ridiculous, Drew. Stop it. Yeah, that's Stop ridiculous. Drew, Drew is also ready. Drew is also ready to jump off the Aaron Jones bandwagon. And uh, oh, I'm I'm upset with that signing. You. That's a waste of money. Oh, How old is he now? Uh, you can't just replace a fifteen hundred guy, Drew. Never sign no. a running back to a second contract. But he's that's not just my, a running what? back. What? Come on. That's what. Him. That's my theory in the NFL. That's what the stats say. That's a terrible theory. The that's, stats say that. That's the your stats. theory in Madden. <laughs> Look, as soon as a running back hits thirty, it's they're done. Not even thirty. Like well, okay, yeah. Now it's it's getting. It's Look being, at Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, he sat out a year. He should be have another fresh year in him, but. Oh, it's tough. It's tough to be running back. Get oh, yeah, an definitely. offensive line. You can stick any running back back there you want. 
that's debatable. Well, look at, look at the Cowboys. Right? <laughs> yeah. Great offensive line, and Zeke looked amazing. How has he looked the last two years? He's, looked a lot like, he, he's also looked a lot like me. He, looked, okay? he, he looks droppable in fantasy football. That's what he does look like. <laughs> yeah, his stat. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk Cowboys. <laughs> Are we going to talk Cowboys? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, the next thing on the docket says Dak Prescott still sucks. Wow. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. That's what it says right on the that. You did. You I wrote did it. not write those words. <laughs> um, that's he doesn't suck. Group chat, so, you know. Okay, how much, how much is he making this year? Like $75 million? A lot more than I am. <laughs> <laughs> like a thousand times what I'm making? Look. Yeah. Look, the... Let's talk four year, hundred sixty million. He signed for Bird. You want right. you want to go in on the Cowboys first and what your your, your actual thoughts are? These guys are just sarcastic. Um, say whatever. My 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 thoughts. I I love the that they uh, resigned Dak. Yeah. But uh, to be honest, I I got really excited when I saw a rumor about Russell Wilson being interested in the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. That uh, that made me uh, kind of yeah. Uh, I was really into that, but when I saw the resign, man, I don't know. That's a lot of money. Hey, I, I and I don't get me wrong. I love Dak. Uh, I think you'll bounce back. You have a good career, or, or you have a good season this year. Uh, you know, he was hurt hurt last year. Uh, the big thing for the Cowboys, I think, is is Elliot, not not Dak. If Elliot bounces back, like his stats have dropped drastically throughout the last number of years. Uh, in I think it's 2019 or 2018 or 2017, he played 10 games and he had more yards than he had last year, 15. Like oh. that's wild, right? Like 10 games, more than 15, more yards than in 15. And his yards per carry has gone down each season. Last year, he was at four, I believe it was. And, uh, my thing is, I think for the Cowboys to bounce back in the worst division of football, uh, I think if the, for the Cowboys to bounce back, he needs to bounce back. Dak will be Dak, and he'll play well. Um, not only Elliott, but our defense last year was atrocious. Like, you know, Dak was putting up like 300, 400 yards some games, and yeah. still we were losing. And yeah. you, uh, no quarterback – can keep that up for for a full season, no. right? Every game like that—that's just asking too much from one guy. So I think it relies on like for the Cowboys to bounce back next year, and like everybody knows that division is was absolutely terrible last year. Oh yeah, like it couldn't get any worse. The only reason any teams made it because they had to take one, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like that's the only reason the Washington Football Team made it is because they had to take at least one. Yeah. Right, like, but uh, I think the Cowboys, the Cowboys would have won that division last year if Dak was healthy. Yeah, oh yeah. That's my my opinion, and I am a, so I might be a little biased. I know Drew is foam at the mouth; they're waiting to get out of this. <laughs> but uh, I I think if Elliot can bounce back and our D bounces back, and you're probably, everybody's like, oh yeah, well obviously, but if Elliot bounces back, I think it changes the load of pressure that's on Dak coming in the throughout next year, right? Yeah. Because he's going to have pressure anyways now with this big contract. All the odds are going to be on him. And that might be good for Elliot too, right? Yeah. You know, he might be able to fly under the radar and get back to himself and, you know, get back to, what was it, one season he had 1,500 yards? Yeah. Like, that's that's impressive, right? He's, so, he's I just hope to see He's got to stop his training in Cabo. He's got to stop his training in Cabo and go back to the team. Yeah. And- 
and go through. Yeah, back to the grind, man. Can I say something? Yeah, I think sure. this just furthers my point about not signing a running back. Because tell me how the Cowboys would look if they would have re-signed Byron Jones, right? Elliot's making fifteen million a year plus signing bonuses and everything. Tony Pollard looked more explosive than Ezekiel Elliott last year. Yeah. Like, tell use that money. Is their team better or worse? If if they get to re-sign some defensive players and go with Tony Pollard as a running back, you just you just gotta remember like last year is different because their whole offensive line was injured at the same time. Yeah, and like that's that's my point too. It's all about the offensive line. It doesn't matter. No, I think you have to have both. Is where you're missing it. You have to have a good running back. You have to have a good offensive line. You can't have one you can't have a running uh, a running back with zero talent and just a good offensive line. Yeah, I think there has to be a bit you're right. of both. You're true, but you can find that talent for significantly cheaper now these days. Well, yes. I don't know if it's cheaper. Uh, it's it is better, yes, Drew, to get them on a rookie deal and and because of the length of your. Um, you can find running backs in the fourth, fifth round of the draft that are fine. Like, you just draft any running back from Alabama and you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. Well, that's tougher said than done. I think I think you'll see the impact of of it hey, because the Cowboys' right. deep Cowboys are going to be significantly better, but the division is still going to suck. So yeah. of course they're gonna look well, great. You no, know, you know what? Actually, this division is ascending. Um, Washington is. is Where else could it have gone, Daniel? There's nowhere exactly. else to go. No, you're totally right. But they're actually getting a lot. Couldn't better. get any worse. Yeah, they're getting a lot better. And and if Saquon actually stays healthy for a year for the Giants, I'd be worried about the Giants too. They're not a they're not a cakewalk. Uh, the only team I'm I'm laughing at is the Eagles, and and you guys still think Carson Wentz is the is the king of all kings here in in uh, a football. He's gonna make the playoffs in Indianapolis. <laughs> that's for sure. Well, that's just because that's a like a given. No, it's oh, okay. His division no. is terrible. You can he just left a terrible division too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't better believe... than Philip Rivers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he will be that much better. I don't know if that would Oh, come on. He's more mobile. Bridge, what do you think about Carson Wentz? <laughs> Give me your thoughts on Carson Wentz real quick here. Well, I, I think, yeah, I think he's more mobile than Philip Rivers, like Drew said. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he improves so my the Colts that much. Father. Right? Like, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I think he'll have a good year. Do they make the playoffs? Probably. I, I think they'll make the playoffs, right? But uh, that's about it. I don't see him doing any damage in the playoffs. Mm. Me neither. You guys no. think Watson getting traded or what? Who's getting traded? Sean, do you guys think he's going to get traded? No. I think so. They just signed up uh, Tyrod and uh, Tyrod Taylor to the to the Texans, and uh, he's I not going to play for them. And what are they going to do? Right? They have to get him. I'd, I'd rather just keep him than take the cap hit. Yeah, you're taking if he doesn't a, play, you don't pay him. You're you're taking a bigger cap hit by trading him. Just let him sit. Whatever. It's no big deal to you. If he's not going to play for you, it's not going to play for anyone else. Yeah, I guess. I guess they're going to be terrible regardless, whatever they trade him. For. And and if he doesn't play, it's going to make him that much harder to get himself traded. Who's going to you know you're not going to want to trade for a guy who hasn't played in a year. Deshaun Watson's special. Like I would you thought that of Le'Veon Bell too? Did I? I didn't. 
Okay, you're one person. <laughs> but, but the consensus was... Like, when you have a special quarterback, like, there's not many, like, quarterbacks like that. You know what I mean? That are... That can be under... You can have under-weaponed offenses, and he elevates the team for a chance to win. That's how good Deshaun is. Like he's, I, I, no I think, that. I think the only way I think the only way they do it is if Jacksonville comes to them and gives them Trevor Lawrence. Oof. That'd be not nasty. Tua. What about Tua though? Too. No, no. The, really, Trevor Lawrence is head and shoulders above the best prospect in years since Andrew Luck. He's yeah, the best guy coming one. out of college. He's gonna come out of retirement and just throw the ball around a little bit. That'd be nice. Yeah, I miss Andrew Luck so bad. Yeah. Andrew Luck was so oh my, good. Oh my goodness, what Speaking have I done? Jacksonville, they've picked up some defense. They picked up another good receiver. Um, they're following Casey's plan, right? They're looking. They're looking like if they get Trevor Lawrence and he pans out because we don't know yet. We don't he's know gonna yet. pan out, man. Yeah, yeah he will. He he's so he good. Well, he's that, he's true. too good. He's, he's too, good. too talented. Too naturally talented not to pan out, yeah. man. Like. Right, like the guy's, the guy's a monster. He's like six <laughs> foot six and yeah. can move. Yeah, he he, he checks off. Every he ball. is Andrew Luck. With He's like a young hair. Cam Newton. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Any with some other, accuracy, Drew. You got any other? Uh, and they can throw more than ten yards. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Dan? You got any other free agent signings that uh, that uh, popped your curiosity? There you go. Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Nothing that really stands out that we haven't talked about already. Where did Emmanuel Sanders just go? I just told you, um, before the pod, um, uh, Buffalo, Buffalo. That's a good one for Buffalo. The Emmanuel Sanders to, to Buffalo. That yeah, really... He's he's not the player he used to be. I just think, think he's still catch between him. I don't, and... I don't think he's a top two receiver on that team, but he's a good, well, well, there's like, where do you put Cole Beasley on the whole list too? Like. Like Cole, Cole Beasley is one of the best slot receivers in the game. Yeah, and then oh, definitely. And then Brown's good too, though. At the same time, he's just hurt. Um, yeah, I just think he's a good added weapon. The more weapons, yeah. the better. It's a good yeah, release valve. It's some insurance policy on uh, Beasley gets hurt. Yeah, just because he's so small and goes across the middle so much, right? True, true, true. definitely. But Stefan Diggs, it is amazing. Like, yeah. yeah. Just throw to him every pass. Like, yeah, just throw it up and let him go. He yeah. he might be one of the most underrated receivers, even though how great he is. Because most yeah. people don't even put him in their top five, which is kind of crazy. Did we in our top five? It's kind of crazy. I don't know what we did for our top five. I was really upset with it. Um, yeah, it, it, we need to redo it before the start of the year. Yeah, for we'll sure. definitely need to redo our Get top Devontae five. Get Devontae Parker out of there. <laughs> if Fitzmagic <laughs> was throwing to him, he could have been close at least. But um, All right. Let's, let's go, go to a commercial, commercial. All right, guys? Let's go with this one. Samara and Jane is an Australian-based accessories retailer with all of the latest fashion trends from around the world. Ladies, update your style game with gorgeous earrings, necklaces, and other jewelry for affordable prices. And guys, you can shop for that special lady in your life, too. Use discount code SPORTSREV30 for 30% off your entire order. That's SPORTSREV30 for 30% off your entire order. Use discount code at checkout at SamaraAndJane.com. All right, before we get back into our sports, I have to give one of our young followers, young fans, a shout-out. His name's Preston. 
Preston is an up and coming hockey player. He he's uh he's in his teens and and we wanted to give him a shout out. I'm also gonna give him a shout out on Instagram just because he's been such a a loyal fan. So shout out to you, Preston. Thanks for tuning in. All right, what's next, boys? Someone lead the way. Uh, I guess our last topic for today uh, will be who will be the best NBA player of the decade. Ooh. It's an interesting one. Interesting one. Because LeBron can still play till he's 50, apparently, at this point. Um, Stop it. Burge, any thoughts? I know you're not a big baller, but... He's a big, he's a big baller. Come uh, you can't have the conversation without bringing up LeBron, though. Like, you really can't. Uh, I know he's got 17 years in. He's 36. Uh, he's born in 84. <laughs> so, 36, <laughs> but, man, he's still averaging 25 per game. Like... <laughs> if I, I, he's only a year younger than I am. <laughs> I I wouldn't be averaging twenty five per game in the NBA. <laughs> That's wild. Wow. Like you can't have the conversation without talking about him. But like, there's a lot of young guys. You know, obviously Luca, right? Like he, you know, the stats that he's putting up. But then, uh, like I was looking at stats for NBA this year. Like, how is Bradley Beal leading the? NBA in points per game right now, what, 32.3? Like, where did that come from? Who saw, Who predicted that before the season started? Nobody. I think Luka will be one of the top within the next decade because he's just so young. Jason Tatum is someone I really like on the Celtics. I, I think he's an excellent player. I think he's awesome. He's averaging 25 this year, you know, really, really – like I, I, I'm big on Tatum. I think it's between. I think it's down to Luca, and you know, got to throw Devon Mitchell in there too. So, right. But uh, man, it's up for grabs. But I think if you if you're gonna say one for sure, if I had to predict, I'd say it's gonna be Luca in the next yeah. decade. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Told you, Jay. I, I told you, Burge knows his ball. He's a smart guy. All right, Coach, <laughs> you go ahead. You go ahead. You've been quiet. Oh, I was. You know, I still think if. If he can stay healthy, this is a big if. I think Zion can really make some noise. Ooh, yeah. Because yeah. But my only concern is that he doesn't quite have that fluid motion in, in terms of range that Luca has. Right? We've seen a lot of we see a lot of athletic dudes come in, tear an MCL, ACL, whatever, and they're not the same. Like Blake Griffin. Right? That guy has his career is just tanked because he can't move. He's like Greg Oden. Yeah, that's another great example. <laughs> Greg Oden. Right, um, so I like the Luca pick for sure. I w- I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Zion on this one, and um, I know it's a popular pick, but I really think he can make some noise, especially uh, in New Orleans. I think they're they're building something nice there. Yeah, um, and the only way they go to the next level because Brendan Ingram isn't gonna play defense. The guy is just gonna <laughs> score. Oh, Lonzo Ball, on, I'm man. still not super sold on him, but because he, he tanked my fantasy season at the beginning of the year. But he's killing but it now. He, well, hey, we're almost like halfway through here, all right? Uh, I'm in I'm in no shape to take this fantasy year. But I think Lonzo Ball's got some pieces to work as, as long as he can keep his dad out of the way. But Zion, if he can just keep healthy and just keep attacking the rim and get and gets some consistent range, because he brings the element to the game that Luka doesn't have. His Luka's crafty. But Zion is just power. His P- and what is Zion? Zion's 20, 
I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he, like, you see some of the stats that he's putting up. Like, yeah. oh, I love Zion. He's a, he's a Duke. Great. Like, you know, uh, he, see, there I we always go. love there him. There we go. But, like, <laughs> when you see the stats coming out, when he reaches certain numbers, is in the same bracket with LeBron for age and things like that, right? Like, 20 years old, and the guy's just, he's a freak, right? Yeah. Yep. 100%. His PER is off the charts. It's off the charts, but. Go ahead, Drew. I already know what you're gonna say. <laughs> He's gonna come some pacer or you or some. Uh, Wait, can no I get time out? Right, time out. Time there's out, there's time only out. there's predict. only one Wait, time out. option time here. Out. Like, let, let me predict who Drew's gonna who's pick. The option? It's not who you think it's gonna be. It's not of the Denver Nuggets. Oh, Pascal Siakam. I was gonna oh, okay. say Demontis Sabonis. <laughs> no, no. There, there's only one answer to this question. He's a two-time MVP, Defensive of the Year, Player Award. He's only 26 years old. The Greek Freak. Yes. Is gonna be the best player for the next ten years. Give me that, Drew! Come on now. Okay, I thought you were. Gonna, how, I how for sure you thought you were gonna pick Jokic. I for sure. Well, I, I was yeah. leaving that. I thought someone was gonna t- say Giannis, and I was gonna say Jokic. I had but Giannis. You can't Giannis, leave. I swear. You can't leave out Giannis. Like no. The guy can't shoot though. That's the problem. Hey. He's, it doesn't matter. He's six eleven and like two hundred and eighty pounds. They can't, they he's can't shooting win the playoffs above fifty percent from three point line after the All Star break, including the All Star break where he where he banked in two out of that his was, three <laughs> three pointers. He banked them in by accident. But that was an amazing press conference little clip that they showed. <laughs> you can't. No, Drew's right. Oh, you can't leave him at the conversation. No, no, that's, no, true. no that's, true. that's true. You can't. Like twenty six years old and what he's accomplished already. And just the pure talent that he has, and he and like, he came into the NBA raw, like he was no, not yeah. polished at all. No. So, and like a quarter of his muscle. <laughs> yeah, Drew, and I now the dude is Jack. The only yeah. the only problem I see with Giannis is not really him; it's the success team. he'll have on with the Bucks. Right? Will they actually yeah, yeah. get over the hump? Um, that always kind of determines, right? Titles is what determines. Um, yeah. yeah. Who runs the decade, right? So if Giannis, if they can figure that out, I think they have to move on from Coach Budenholzer. But um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, Giannis. But I love, I love your picks, guys. Luca and Zion. They're the league is in good hands, and it's weird that it's not in a really American hands. Usually, it's actually overseas where the stars are. That's an interesting point. It's It's really taken a shift over the last five years. I like it's is really changed. The dynamic of the game has changed a bit and you're seeing like this whole crop of international players come up and they're just the real deal. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but let's, let's, let's pretend Dan did say Giannis and it was my turn. Then yeah. I'd say Jokic. Okay. Cause <laughs> oh, Jok- yeah. Jokic is amazing. I get, is, yeah. I have to say it once a pod. Point center. Point center. He's my favorite player to watch in the NBA. He looks exhausted all the time. <laughs> and, but he's not. And he, and he just gets it done. <laughs> I could have sworn you would have said Jokic. I was like ready for that. He was being practical. What? Was practical. What about uh what about Durant in this conversation? Yeah, that's he's a huge such a baby. That's a huge point, Bird. He, he I agree, he is a baby, but man, the guy is if he sticks with Brooklyn and they can actually do what they should be able to do on paper and, you know, chalk up a few championships. Like his name gets elevated in this conversation, no doubt. Right. Big time. Yeah. And he hasn't really lost that much of a step after the Achilles injury. He looks, which is huge, right? Like, 
So he's he's, a, he's also a huge nature. Like he's just a tall, thin dude who can shoot. He yeah. can't guard him. So what? Durant is what thirty or thirty-one now, though, right? It's only yeah. two thousand twenty-one. His skills so. are translatable as he gets older. Yeah, that's yep. true. Just imagine if you had Durant in the corner to shooting threes. <laughs> like, that would be unreal. And he doesn't even have to, he doesn't jump that high when he shot blocks either. So, yeah. no. Yeah, if he can develop that, yeah, for sure. For sure. If he came in and hit three or two threes a quarter, that just changes your entire game. Yeah, you think that's 24 points. Yeah, if, right there. He could probably yeah. average 24 in his sleep. So, but, yeah. but. No. As Durant gets older, is he going to want to take that role? I don't think so. I I think out of yeah, you're right. I think you his character. I, I could see him doing that. I think the yeah, way he plays basketball, he doesn't but you have know, an ego when he plays basketball. That, he shares that the ball. being said. That being said, a guy I didn't think was going to be able to take that role and sort of has is Carmelo. Yeah, yeah. he sort of he sort of taken that role. Like, Their personalities sort of remind me a little bit yeah. of each other, and Carmelo's really. Shown a lot in Portland, like yeah. he's, he's the, guy, Portland, the guy just passed Kim Olajuwon on the points. Yeah, unreal! Like yeah. you passed the dream. Like you're you're, you're doing something right. right. But yeah. speaking of Portland, Damian Lillard should be in that conversation of best players of the decade. Oh too. yeah, and uh, they've been he's been well, doing all this without CJ yeah. and Nurkic. Like come on, yeah. yeah. He's only th- he's thirty, but is he? Oh, like yeah, he's, he's thirty. 30? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. I was I surprised I too. He was that old. Yeah, I checked today, and I was, I was really surprised that he's actually 30. I thought he was probably like 26, 27. Yeah. Right? But, yeah. He's been, he, he's been around for a while. It's, it's tough. He's That's one of the best collect shooters. Oh, man. Unreal. If you guys watched the All-Star game, he pulled up from half multiple times and banged it home. It was unbelievable. Him <laughs> and Curry. Dude. It was just there was an NBA All-Star game? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> good. That's good. Um, okay, Bird, shout it out. Who wins the NBA championship this year? This is how we'll wrap it up. Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Coach? Brooklyn Nets, yeah. Coach, who you got? Oh, this is a tough one. Um, I'm, I'm sticking with my boy Kawhi. I'm picking the Clippers this year. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Joseph. No, you go first. The Tur. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm going Brooklyn too Nets. Too soon, man. Too soon. Brooklyn Nets, boys. Brooklyn Nets. I'm with you, Burge. No one's going outside the box here? No, I'm not going to pick the Pacers. I'm not going to pick the Nuggets. Stop it. Utah Stop Jazz, it. baby. Utah Jazz. Uh, I'd love to pick the Nuggets, but I can't. Uh, Clippers. I'll go. Yeah. Clippers, yeah. I, wow. I don't see the Lakers doing it with Am- – Anthony Davis is too injured Soft. all the time. I don't Soft. think he's going to bounce back from this injury as well no, as people are. Pers- no, and they're terrible with like horrible. They're a terrible team. He he is the key to that team. Yeah, hundred percent. He unlocks yeah. so many different things for them. He, yeah, Markeith Morris is a starter on that team with That's Anthony awful. Davis. Out. That's awful. Markeith Morris, not Marcus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Boys, this has been a blast, Burge. Honestly, we got to have you on again soon because you're Absolutely. awesome. You're my guy, always. and uh, I'm glad I got to talk this part. Yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm glad we all got some more. Ben Council, I'm coming after you, man. I'm coming to Mississauga. We got complaints, man. We got complaints. Boys, someone tell us about the website and the socials. All right, I'll go for it. I'll go for it. Hit wait, us up. Wait, Instagram. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Twitter. 
What? Coach, before you start, I'm going to get Burge. Burge, you think of a inspirational thought to leave on. All right, Coach, go ahead. <laughs> tough, tough. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, check us out. Um, lots of engagement. We're doing live a bunch of, di- bunch of different things on our Instagram page. Um, we love to engage with you guys, and it's always a lot of fun. So don't hesitate to reach out. Check us out on the website. Lots of good things there. We'll, we'll put up a poll this week. Merchandise for sportsrevs.com. Also, also check out our new sponsor. Who is it? The God. God the God the Father Apparel. God the Father, yeah, Apparel. And I, I'm hoping when 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 Sports Rev Dan said we, it's not just him and Leanna. That uh, Drew and I get some gear this time. Yeah. So check I'm still them out. Waiting on my hat. <laughs> I'm still waiting on my hat. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, check us out. And Burge, throwing it to you, my man. <laughs> uh, inspiration. Uh, don't expect anyone to do or go anywhere you're not willing to go yourself. There you go, Ooh, boys. Like there you yeah. go. Burge, honestly, great to have you. Yes, man. That was fans, awesome. We love you. Peace out, world. Peace. Peace.